Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Moonlighters Club. Uh, this is the last like four things I've done. I felt real moonlighty. Like this is like dark, dank basement, depressing cavern vibes. But I like it. What's going on, survival? Chilling. I'm not in a uh, dark, dank cavern, but um, you know, doing all right, hanging in there. So well, the first time we talked, pretty lit. Yeah, it is. It's uh, <laughs> this should be the way. Like, this is the only way to moonlight. It's got to be suspect night. <laughs> Everybody whispering, <laughs> like it should, it should be like this. It should be like everybody's bootlegging. Uh, last time we, the first time we ever talked was twenty seventeen or sixteen. I think it was seventeen. That's insane. So, were you already married? Yep. Yep. Uh, now I have married baby. You've multiples. Uh holy fuck. Multiple man. children, not multiple marriages. Yeah, no, no, no. That'd be way <laughs> worse. <laughs> uh but yeah, how's everything been going, man? I know we had a check-in during COVID. And this was uh so for those who don't know, when um we first interviewed, I know because I had moved back to Boston from Minnesota, you you you've done a lot of shit, bro. You were doing you were in a band rapping, then you left. We're doing your own thing, rapping. Then you were putting on variety shows. Uh, I think that's when we interviewed when you put on a couple of variety shows at a couple of venues in Cambridge. That was pre Summerfest. Then it's 2020. Then you, how have you been? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Good. Um, for the most part, uh, I've been doing pretty well, you know. Um, like you mentioned, family expanding, right? Um, uh last uh, happy new year to everyone uh yeah. as well but um in in march of 23 my wife and i welcomed our second child so um you know it, it was some growing pains you know with the family um uh, you know summer came we got to hang out and do a lot of a lot of stuff um that we couldn't get to do when we were when we we're kind of confined to the house when the when the new baby came in the spring um and you know i haven't been able to do as much of the creative stuff that i want to do um because family has been taking up so much time but in 2024 um you know as the kids get a little bit older uh my oldest is going into uh kindergarten this upcoming fall you know that'll allow me to Kind of do some different things uh both financially and um you know with all of the free time that i'm gonna have with them in daycare and school respectively uh how was uh the last summer fest was 2022 2022 yep how was it uh, it was great right that was the one which train station was it that was by great. um that was by davis square t station um on the red line yeah and yeah, there was there's a park out there that uh, I'd use for the second year in a row, um, you know, due to my uh, kind of connection and, and affiliation with some of our arts council. So, you know, shout out to them for being as helpful as they've been uh, over the last couple of years to kind of help facilitate things. Um, yeah, it was good. Had some, you know, vendors involved this time. Um, from you know I, we had i think 17 uh black owned vendors um that part of it was curated by black owned boss um so shout out to them 
for you know partnering with me to um you know highlight vendors of color um you know here in the boston area um had you know some great musical acts uh, of color um and we had a food truck pull up so like all of these things were really new in in terms of uh the evolution of the community festival it was like you know when we first started it was just a stage and some music and you know it, there are the iterations um started to put a little bit more rigor around the actual experience for um for people that were coming in to you know enjoy music maybe enjoy some food maybe um you know interact with um you know vendors like like i mentioned to get a a more like cohesive experience yeah man i i it's your third right that was your third correct for summer was fourth was it fourth summer fest yeah uh it was 18 19 took the COVID year off and then 21 and 22. okay so i only went to 18 19. yeah i know there was 121 and 22. Shit. Mm -hmm. um yeah so i uh i know you had a lot of stuff come up by a lot of stuff i mean family it's weird man it's weird being a dad because there's so many times like you're like you're like i love my family but you look at them and you're like if not for you i'd be so much greater <laughs> I, would, I would be somewhere else yeah but it's um, it, it's weird man it's not like you're wasting time doing something else you're like i love you all but shit it's, yeah it's a great obligation <laughs> but yeah it, it's tough sometimes you uh you can feel a little stifled uh in the in the creative area and just like general availability you know i've yeah. turned down a lot of <laughs> invitations to do things because i'm like nah you know. yeah so, so you, I'm, after the last uh summer fest did you have a plan of what you want to do regardless of your personal situation or did yeah. you want to keep doing those did you want to so um <clears throat> the plan was to do it in 2023 um my wife was you know pregnant at the end of 2022 so like there was a there was a uh you know really indicative mindset of uh, uh on my part to at least plan and see what happens you know with the baby if i had enough time to um maybe offload some of the the tasks to other people um so i set out to do it like you know the plan uh is kind of turnkey at this point because i'm just you know it's a lot of it is rinse and repeat and i'm just kind of adding you know some some small components to it like this year i was like okay let me see if we can add some sponsorships to it and um like the sponsorships would allow me to do a couple of different things into you know financially um you know it would allow me to bring people on to run the day-to-day -day. like that's well you know it, it's a singular event but you know what i mean like the day-to-day -day yeah. leading up to the event and then day of um, so I could kind of take a step back and I could do a little bit more delegation and, it, you know, it, it allows a, a lot more, um, you know, freedom to kind of leverage the funds and, you know, different, different ways that enhance experience. So I was looking to do that. And, um, funny enough, the, uh, the, I think they're the third largest spirits company in the world, uh, Diageo reached out to me, um, probably a month after i decided like 
this is too much. I'm just going to postpone it. And so it was, it was, it was really bad timing, um, you know, for me, but I got to, uh, know the events coordinator there, um, the, the regional events coordinator in order to kind of see if there'd be something that we could do, you know, in the future, uh, a little partnership, uh, a little sponsorship. Um, and I ended up, uh, you know, passing off that contact to someone that I know that actually got, uh, some good, you know, usage out of the, um, you know, out of the connection. So, you know, I felt, <clears throat> I felt good about that. Cause I didn't want to waste, waste that opportunity. Um, but at the same time, it was like, Hey, I got a lot going on. Uh, I'm going to punt until next year. And, um, you know, it's in a public space, so we couldn't have done alcohol anyway. We could have gotten creative with it, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, the plan got put in place, uh, couldn't execute it like I wanted to, but I feel confident about being able to, you know, do it in coming years. Yeah. I, for doing events, I don't understand that not being able to drink like in certain areas or had needing to have a liquor license. It's so annoying. It adds so much, so much nonsense to the process. You're like, bro, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how was work for 2022? Um, you know, it was 2023, uh, excuse me. It's 2024 now. Shit. Yes. Um, it's about the same as it, as it ever was. Um, I, I think I'm in a fairly unique position where, um, I, I work in tech and a lot of the stuff that I can do related to my job, uh, I can automate in a lot of ways. And so that also gives me a little bit of extra flexibility to help out around the house because I work at home. Uh, I work from home. So for, you know, up until November of last year, that that in basically encapsulated taking care of my son uh, because he wasn't eligible for daycare. Right. So, um, you know, work has been, you know, OK in, in the sense that um, it helps to uh, facilitate a, a really healthy worth work-life balance. Um, but, you know, I, I like to, um, stay hungry and stay healthy with, you know, outside ventures, um, that kind of help me to, you know, be a little bit more creative and not so, um, you know, data oriented, like in my, in my day to day. Uh, I forgot what I was just about to ask you. Hopefully, springs back. Springs back. It's about work. Work being good. Work might being shitty. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, speaking of uh, bad, uh, have you all been forced to come back to the office? Will that has that happened for your tech company? No, it has not. <laughs> it's uh, luckily been uh pretty uh accommodating situation whereby you know if you want to go in you're allowed to go in your your badge still works and all that stuff um but if you don't want to you know take that hour commute computer rail uh you know there and back and you know walking in the cold rain and you know doing that all that all that nonsense to actually get there and uh you know waste a lot of valuable time, um, then you can work from home and, you know, enjoy all the fruits of, you know, what you have around the house. So that, that part's been really cool. 
that's the thing about Boston is like I was living in Jamaica Plain before I moved to DC, and that is in the city. The worst part about it is the tea has gotten so bad now. All commutes mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. forty five minutes. So yeah. when you're when it's cold, like that was one of the reasons Shanae and uh, my wife convinced me to get up out of there because I'm like I don't want to leave. But it got to the point where you're like it's cold. We have to go. I'd be surprised if like sixty percent of those offices don't just collapse unless it's like finance because they don't have a say like they're going to be in the office even if it was an armageddon uh but i didn't yeah it's it's i don't mind it i don't mind going in the office like sometimes i like being with coworkers. but when you when the commute is not fun every single day it's time to find an alternative or Mm -hmm. everyone's just miserable for the first two hours it's crazy and i think part of that uh you know was the impetus for like the the moonlighting if you want to call it that or the side hustle or you know nice. it's just like what i like how you threw that in there yeah you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah. what what are we what are we doing here what's this for um you know if i can use my time a little bit more wisely and and um you know things that are invaluable to me like and and my values and and things like that then i'm going to try to pursue them because this this ain't it um yeah there's so many <sighs> Like I don't knock employment. I don't. Neither of us do. But we're consistently reminded about how bad it is. Like we talk often. We talk. We have a, a shared Slack channel. We're reminded, like out of outside external forces, about why employment is so messed up all the time. It makes it so hard to champion it because you're like, yeah, I want to put all. If I want to put all my faith in this. Sure, but then you're about it. Massive layoffs. CEO yells at employees. Employees get beat every day. You're just, just like, bro, like yeah. you're making it really hard for me to just be like, yo, let me coast. This want to work. I just want to coast here. Especially from my yeah. point of view, I got laid off, so I can't really champion anything. I'm just like, nah, right. man. Exactly. It's, <laughs> this didn't really work out for me. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's tough. Um, but it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose, you know, and, you know, where we are um, societally. Um, but again, like personally, I think it's really important to uh, find those things that make you happy and, you know, pursue them in whatever degree that you feel you can contribute because, you know, in, in that way, it helped me to kind of counterbalance, you know, all the bullshit and all the kind of emptiness that I was feeling. Um, so it's been it's been really uh really cool to uh invest in something and then also see it grow uh that been yeah. that's been um you know really really you know that that's pleased me a lot yeah you're the really good at just doing stuff stuff that seems like really complicated to me like i put on a i finally adopted your way of doing things um this past showcase i was just like okay this is gonna happen you're just like it's not you can overcomplicate things but yeah. you're really good about doing stuff that seems really complicated when you walk in like i've always appreciated summer fest because you see it it improves every time but even the first one you're like this is a lot um not like daunting a lot but you're like this you're producing a lot for the public here so yeah. i've always admired the fact that you're like nope i got a plan i'll just lay the plan out and do it because i think it's really easy for anyone to overestimate the amount of work that's going into something or to see someone else doing something. And then you assume there's so much, especially the people that we work for, you assume, oh, this person's got to be a genius. That's why they're doing it. And you're like, no, nah, not really, bro. <laughs> they just kind of yeah. lay a bunch of stuff out and do it. 
Yeah. Um, you got something in the works, man. So what's uh what's good? What's gonna be the, the the next phase? I was operating Summerfest kind of as a sole proprietorship, you know, in in the sense that um, it you don't have to legally do anything to do things that you want, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, services and goods. I think the, the, the part of it, that's really funny for me was like, I wasn't interested in the monetary part of it. I was just interested in like providing the service. Um, cause I just wanted to do stuff and, and just see what happened and see if it could evolve into something. Uh, and it has, so I think, it's time to you know kind of take that uh legal and administrative leap and and you know file for an LLC and um you know the all of the spare time that i had in 2023 i was putting together a business plan um you know in the sense of like what is the what is the product going to be for for the public and it'll be similar to uh summer press and that it'll be events but i'm going to dial it back and you know do some some smaller events and hoping to partner with uh again a lot of uh black and brown owned businesses in the community for um for space because i think a lot of these spaces are or are under leveraged and underutilized um and secondarily you know there could there could be a lot more garnered interest in going to these you know black owned uh shops and you know places that are uh, largely brick and mortar um so i just want to i want to help in that way to bring attention to some of these businesses while also you know helping myself grow um as a uh a business professional and then someone who's going to be a small business uh, owner and um yeah so i think that'll you know the next step will just kind of be putting together that administrative stuff um you know kind of strengthening my network um and then kind of really relaunching the brand because summerfest is really unique to uh somerville massachusetts so it doesn't really have that you know ubiquity uh that you want out of it uh especially if it were to you know you got to kind of look pie in the sky and 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 hope that everything you know grows um the way that you want it to you know let's say that we were having this in in dc um in 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 concert with you know moonlighters club or or whatever uh we just we kind of move into that market um summerfest isn't really going to make sense so we want to make sure that we're um we as if there's other people i want to make sure that there's um you know the the ability to have you know a rebrand and have something that is not so tied to uh one community um where everything really started for me but it's it's kind of native to all the communities yeah there's definitely a ton of people <clears throat> excuse me in the boston area you should definitely connect with like the people yeah. we I've had the pleasure of talking to like live like mm -hmm. UG, basically the Boston Ujima project. Um, cause I can just think of this really nice venues I've been able to see through that. Like Kush, we went to Kush crew. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, live like a local tour. So I'm pretty sure you've seen just as the, it, like, there's so many for the mission matches. Uh, it's funny that you say that, man. It's like, I was thinking about like revenue and like we're doing the showcases. It's cool. But the tough thing is like events as, uh a product i don't want to help 
some lame ass company do events because you like you're like bro like let me just get like because you do want to make revenue but i'm like do i really don't want that because it is someone's yeah. like, yo here's this awful thing get uh, it done you're like, bro, no. yeah <laughs> like no yeah. I, I it's like i want to do this but i the idea behind the event is probably the best part about it as opposed to me just doing a bunch of logistical work um mm -hmm. what do you what style of events what do you prefer do you like the intimate cozy are you nah man like go big like do you do you what do, um, yeah what do you think you'll like more i think that um the intimate you know cozier shows will be um will be more of a draw um for the simple fact that they're more rinsable and repeatable um you can have multiple in the same night you can have multiple mm. um you know throughout the week things like that the harder shows are logistically more challenging um and it's a lot of work to go into it like i probably spend you know a year planning for um uh, each summer fest and you know it's a lot of work day of so i couldn't imagine doing that I don't know, 52 times a year, let's yeah, say. Yeah. Um, but also like I want to I want to keep the um the mystique of it, you know, like have one marquee event uh per year. So I'm thinking of, of peppering, you know, some smaller, more intimate events, you know, then they and they don't have to be uh musical per se. Um, although that's that's sort of uh you know what the customer that i'm envisioning is going to prefer but you know we just want to create a really inclusive space for people um that are creative and want a performative outlet to come come do their thing the tough thing for for me like is is rapping with like just going for like just moonlighter stuff in general like yeah we got the showcase yo you gotta hear my tracks i'm like okay look I don't mean to shit on your dream, but you're like dude number 80. <laughs> like, <laughs> does no one do poetry? Like, does anyone else say yeah, that has exactly. been the only tough thing for me? Where it's like, I can't have so many yeah. of these, bro. It's like, good luck. Yeah, I, 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 you know, done all the booking for Summerfest and all the uh, variety shows and stuff like that. And I think that uh, I'm making a really, really conscious effort to keep it uh not homogenous yeah and like you know hip-hop and in rap music um it's it's my favorite genre but i think that there are other people that uh you know in these in these kind of recesses of uh musical genres now because hip-hop is so big yeah that are really really talented and you know, we, we want to still have some space for those people as well. So um, that's the kind of environment that I want that I want to foster. And um, yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunity to um, kind of do with it what I want. Um, so, you know, we'll try some things and uh, whatever sticks sticks and whatever doesn't, you know, we'll we'll pivot. Ideally, when would you like to kick this this baby off? um that's a good question um it's winter 2024 you know i would say probably in the second half of 2024 um maybe around july you know make sure to kind of capture 
uh, some of the summer audience because mm -hmm. uh, the smaller intimate shows, they don't necessarily have to be indoors. You know, they can be uh, intimate and, and outdoors and we want to, you know, make do with some of the, uh, make use of some of the good weather that we get, you know, the rare, <laughs> the rare good uh, weather that we get here in, in the Boston area. Um, and, um, you know, maybe do just, you know, start with a, a half dozen shows, um, you know, figure it out, take some losses and then figure out how to do it bigger and better in 2025. Nice. Uh, do you have, is it anything in mind yet for that first show venue, venue style type of place or no, you're just going to figure it no. out and get closer. No, you know, I don't have anything in mind. Um, like I mentioned, I just want to, um, I want to, uh, augment my network, um, kind of see who's out there and, mm. um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of, you know, cold calling and, and trying to meet up with, uh, people, you know, in the community, just kind of put a face to like, um, you know, the, the idea. And, um, I think it's, it's largely in these early days about, you know, who's going to, who's going to be the first one to say yes, really. Yeah. Um, and all I can do is, is sort of reference uh, all the stuff that I've done in the past and, you know, what, what some of my favorite venues were, uh, were, but, um, we'll do, we'll do whatever. I think that's one of the, one of the unique things about, um, the the idea is we're going to be leveraging all types of spaces you know especially underutilized uh spaces so whatever that space looks like you know we're going to be interested yeah i gotta uh before the next showcase which i think is going to be april i'm gonna do smaller events the mm -hmm. my only issue is i don't know what, what to call any events so all the names are terrible it's like Moonlighters showcase, yeah. Moonlighters hang out, <laughs> Moonlighters hang. I just need to give it the most ridiculous name ever to see what sticks. Exactly. Like and the, three, the night of the three prongs. Maybe we'll do three events on a week. We go. <laughs> the three prong approach. That's what uh, I was going to suggest. But you <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it, though. Like you could just start chill. Um, literally just get like five folks who are like, yes, this is nice. And, uh, like cool we'll be at so and so night people love that man especially like in the the black owned businesses in the black space <clears throat> i think uh, what we've done really well is the whole promoter thing mm -hmm. in terms of folks being like no that that group's putting on a party i think the difference is though like after a while that stuff gets old i don't know when it gets old for everyone but it's basically mm -hmm. a much better version of it because you're like nah i mean come to this store there'll be more happening and you can also do it at a bunch of different types of venues, um, yep. uh, which, and like, it's, it's funny. Both of us grew up in Boston. I would have never like imagined having this business idea in 1993. They'd be like, no, <laughs> all yeah. two places like no. but yeah. now there's a ton of places to go to. So I'm, I'm pumped, man. I think this is going to be good. I'd definitely be around Boston. So I'll definitely come through and check out. Um, yeah. Check out the stuff when I get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, you can actually do it out here too. There's black people everywhere. It's great in the DMV. Yeah, area. that's that's the beauty of <laughs> of us. You know, we're everywhere. So uh, I mean, again, like, you know, if if um, you know, if we're dreaming big, like that's that that's kind of the goal is to yeah. um, you know, expand beyond you know the community that I'm in to communities where we all are. So yeah. second half of 2024, you doing Summerfest this year? Or are you gonna chill on that and do the smaller things or? 
Um, we'll see. I think that if I do something, you know, uh, you know, and it's one of those six shows is a bigger show. Um, I may try to look elsewhere. Um, you know, I don't want to kind of count my count my chickens before they hatch, but mm -hmm. um, if I can, if I can, you know, uh, make sure that I'm looking outside my comfort zone and you know the pocket that i was in uh you know prior to 2024 then you know it'll just help to have those conversations uh in the future you know if i stick with somerville like yes it's great and it's, it's a known commodity uh but i'm also trying to you know come out of my uh shell a little bit more in 2024 and you know think of some some different avenues you know for everything i like it go to Lemonster next probably <laughs> not that specific i mean black folks if you're there we love you i'm probably not coming <laughs> for you uh but i tried to pick the massachusetts uh, sales with the worst possible days like <laughs> april fest <laughs> the places are yeah. terrible yeah uh, that's and, and and that'll be tricky to, you know with with uh naming all these shows in the future so that's that's why it has to be a little bit broader because i don't you know i don't think that's yeah. gonna fly with peabody fest or <laughs> whatever well i'm excited man you got a you, second half of the year hopefully like let's hopefully we can see that and we'll see if summer fest pops yeah. off Fingers um, crossed. Um, yeah I'm, I'm my own worst enemy uh in in this process um and I've I've talked to people that you know uh, that have started businesses in 2023, and it's it's kind of like this. It's like you're all vegans, uh, and and but I mean like in the way that you're like, come on, man, you got to try it. Like, <laughs> like everyone's <laughs> everyone's trying to like recruit me. Um, so, but yeah, like I, I've um, I'm I'm looking forward to like kind of dipping my pool into the small business owner uh, ecosystem. Yeah, I think the network can be key. And I'm happy to help in any way I can. It's been interesting, this whole job search. Like, there have been some that I look and get ready to hit submit. And I'm just like, oh, because you could just feel the uh, the corporate oppression coming down. And like, you're just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. holy Jesus. Yeah. But no, we'll, uh, we're going to keep an eye out on that. If there's any way we can help, we can. We'll definitely be making some intros because there's a ton of folks doing good things. Um, right up the alley of what you're looking to do so i definitely mm -hmm. know we'll be able to get some stuff cracking anything else you want to tell to the folks before we dip um nothing about me it's you know i i just been kind of professing it um you know all throughout our conversation uh stay positive out there and uh try things that interest you try things that you're passionate about because there's always some time to kind of tinker with your ideas uh on the side so if you're if you're not happy with your with your job uh you know completely like i was and you know to a to a lesser degree um you know it's still like that now there's there's always something to look forward to you know outside of whatever that scope is nice well so Robert, thanks for taking the time i know you got a lot going on so i appreciate it um it's nine o'clock and i'm ready to go to sleep yeah uh, um yeah it's <laughs> you know that that fatherhood just it catches up with your ass at like eight fifteen because when you schedule this for eight fifteen, I was like, oh, I'm 
I'm normally lying horizontally on the couch, but yeah, I'll I'll do this for you. I appreciate it. It's uh, I'm going to sleep right after that, <laughs> so I appreciate it. But yeah, man, we're excited for everyone uh, listening. Keep an eye out. We'll make. I'll make sure to keep it updated on our uh, uh, IG page, LinkedIn page, and whatever when you got your stuff going. Hopefully, I can get there myself. So um, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, you do big. You've done big things already. So I just expect these things to happen later this year because you're pretty good at getting it out. So got to put in the work. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's another um, you know small piece of advice for folks. For folks, just just put in the work. We appreciate it, man. Well, everyone listening, put in the work. Keep your head up. Find time to do the things that you like to do. Be beneficial in, and also just patience. Like to see the amount of growth that has happened between the two of us in the past like five years is actually fairly crazy. So everything's just gotten that much easier when it's time to act. So for those listening, thanks. We'll see you on the next one.